ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Never FDIC. Welcome into this Tuesday, February 4th edition. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Coming up this hour, we're going to hear from Dan D'Antoni. We'll get his thoughts on the upcoming week between Southern Miss and Marshall and then Louisiana Tech in the herd. Also, we're going to hear in a few minutes from Iron Bennett. I got his thoughts on the upcoming week. And uh, I had a quick chat with Andrew Taylor, the sheriff himself, Freshman of the week yesterday in Conference USA. So we'll get his comments, and I've got a special guest coming up later on in the program as well. We're going to talk about Southern Miss a little bit more because I've got the voice of Southern Miss joining me on the program, John Cox. So looking forward to talking to him. And of course, we'll take time for your phone calls at 877 420 Talk. That's 877 420 8255. Didn't get a chance to go to practice yesterday. Herb was not practicing yesterday. So today, Chance for me to go over, talk to Dan, talk to a couple of the players. And, you know, I usually want to talk to Tavion. I usually want to talk to – I'm not going to lie to you. He's good on the radio, so I always go over and I get Jared. But when you win Player of the Week or you win Freshman of the Week in Conference USA, uh, you win a prize, you, you almost automatically get on the show. That's sort of been a rule of mine for years. Anytime someone wins a prize, you get to come on the show. And so anytime an award is given, I try to get that player. It doesn't matter what sport. So I thought I'd go get a little chance to talk to Andrew Taylor today. And so just want to talk to him, get a feel for, hey, you know, you won the week. Basically, even though the team split, you had a couple of really good games and your plays improved. The league acknowledges it with the Freshman of the Week award. So I was just trying to get a feel from him. Hey, how do you feel about this? How excited were you uh, when you won this? And uh, here's our conversation from earlier this afternoon. So how excited were you when you found out the once again Freshman of the Week? Uh, I was really excited. You know, I didn't. I wasn't really thinking about that the whole time. But you know, it's just just part of the bounce back. I had a little rough spurt. But uh, just stayed in the gym, kept shooting, you know, never stopped shooting as a shooter. Shooter, shoot. So like, I got out of that slump, and I had a good week, and I, w- I was surprised to see the award, honestly. But uh, I'm very honored. Talk about that. It's sort of validation. You know, you're putting in the work, and you know your progress, but when other people see it as well, I mean, that's got to make you feel pretty good. Yeah, it's definitely just, you know, an accolade like that is just something I can build off of, you know. Like, why stop with that? Why not get it the next week and the week after that, you know, just – gives a little extra motivation and just to have that accomplishment in this conference as a freshman just it means a lot because there's a lot of good freshmen in our conference right now as far as as the team goes itself you know your game's starting to pick up and you, know, you get the split on the road I'm sure you guys want to you know win them both but still a split's better than going 0 and 2 so how are you guys progressing as you're getting closer and closer to being locked in this pod system and, and just basically playing for seeding at that point yeah, we're, we we haven't gotten blown out in like any game. You know, all of them have been single digits. Even FAU, you know, it was double digits at the end, but it was you know three, four, five points there for a long, the longest time. I think that if we can start to dig dig a few of these close games out and start going two and zero on certain weeks, you know, these next four games are gonna mean a lot in our seating to go into the conference tournament. You know, I th- I think as long as we make it to the tournament, we'll be all right. I think that uh, we're gonna surprise a lot of people in that tournament. You got. Southern Miss coming in this week and at Louisiana Tech, sort of 
the very best in Conference USA and a team that's trying to fight to stay relevant and stay in the, the postseason hunt. Uh, yeah, preparation, I'm sure, is no different for either one of them. But, uh, you know, just what are your impressions coming into this week? We need to take care of business on Thursday before we look on to Saturday. I know I know, La Tech is a very good basketball team, but, uh, you know, it's one game at a time. Just just like all the time saying, you know, you can't look, you can't look ahead of games. That's where you get beat. So, but I, I know La Tech's probably top three in our conference right now. So, that's going to be a huge game on Saturday, and we're going to need we're going to need a lot of support for that one. That's the key word. A lot of support. We're going to hear from Dan D'Antoni a little bit later on, and that was something he talked about. Hey, don't get off the bandwagon. You know, you've heard Dan before, and he'll say some of the things that you've heard him say before. Hey. Don't jump off the bandwagon. If you do, when we start winning, don't worry. I'll let you back on. But don't jump off the bandwagon. We need you. Come on out. These guys are playing hard. You'll hear all of that a little bit later on. We'll talk to him. Also, I've got Iron Bennett. We're going to hear from him a little bit later on. But we're also going to talk a little bit more about Southern Miss because they're starting to pick up. Dan said in his comments today when I was over there with him, don't sleep on Southern Miss. And he's serious about that. Now, you look at Southern Miss's record, you look at their wins and losses, and you think, okay, come on. Coach, that's just coach speak, right? You're just saying nice things. You don't want to really disparage an opponent coming in. You know, there's a fraternity. There's a brotherhood. A brotherhood. See, I like that brotherhood. Brotherhood of, of these guys. Yeah, they really don't like to go after each other, so they're going to be complimentary of each other. But he he's saying, don't sleep on Southern Miss. So we're going to hear from him a little bit later on. But when we come back from break, I want to hear from John Cox. He's the voice of Southern Miss. We're going to talk to him about the season, how it's gone so far, and you know how far do they have to go if um, they want to make a, a run here. Where are they right now? So that's what we're going to talk about when we continue. Plus, later on, we'll get your phone calls in. It's The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Don't worry. Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Coming up this week in Conference USA action, Marshall back home and first up for the Thundering Herd. They'll take on Southern Miss and one of my favorite schools that Marshall plays. I, I don't know why we can't see the series continue in football on a yearly basis, but basketball is the next best thing. And to tell us a little bit more about the team coming in here on Thursday, it's the longtime voice of Southern Miss, John Cox. And, and John, Dan D'Antoni, talking to him earlier today, he said do not sleep on Southern Miss. Uh, is, he, is he being nice, or does he see something, maybe the record, the overall numbers, win and loss, really aren't saying? Well, I, I'd say yes and no. I, I think uh, it, it's a team, the Golden Eagles are a team that have gotten a little bit better each time. I think they're certainly much better than their uh, record would indicate. It, it's a team that plays really hard uh you know they're a little limited there's only about seven guys playing right now they had some academic issues and things like that but they've got seven guys that are playing uh, a lot of minutes in fact uh those seven guys has a 45 minute game against uh charlotte the other day and you know a lot of guys were playing 40 minutes in that ball game so but i think it's a team that's probably uh it's nice of them to say that because i think they are kind of a team that if you uh if you take them for granted then uh, they might sneak up on you. They've got some talented guys, some guys that were a part of last year's team. Gabe Watson is the the point guard. 
Ladavius Drain, who was uh, one of the best or was the best three-point shooter in the league a year ago and the sixth man of the year. Leonard Harper Baker is a guy that uh, started a lot of games last year. Uh, and then a guy, a couple of guys off the bench last year that are seeing a lot of playing time, Tyler Stevenson and Bobin Jackdomey out of uh, London, England. Both of those guys are, are playing a lot of minutes. So it's a team that honestly has gotten better as the year goes along, and I know uh, Jay Ladner is hoping that will continue on this road trip to Marshall and Western Kentucky. It's an important road trip as well. Right now 3-7 and seven in conference play. There's an opportunity here if you can get Marshall and you get Western Kentucky. This is a team that all of a sudden not looking at pod three and instead in a better position in pod two. And I know with a, a team like Southern Miss, pod three, even if you finish and you have to play in that pod, it's still an opportunity for the team to make its way into the tournament. But you really don't want to be in pod three. You want to move up pod two and it's really assure yourself a spot in the postseason. Yeah, well, I, th- I think they say that about a lot of teams in this league. I think there's a lot of uh, movement still to happen in the, in the conference standings. You know, uh, this this point in the year, uh, you, you know, it's tough on the road, tough to win on the road. And, you know, I haven't really looked closely at the schedule too much, but, you know, the teams that uh, have got a chance to play at home here down the stretch and maybe early on in the, in the pod play have got uh, a chance to play at home I think might have an advantage, but uh, yeah, it, it's. I think all the teams are kind of in that situation. Uh, you got a lot of opportunities to move up, but you got a lot of opportunities to move down as well. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how all that plays out here over the next few weeks. John Cox is our guest. Southern Miss coming in to play Marshall Thursday at the Henderson Center, and as I was teasing earlier, this is really a year which I missed having Southern Miss on the football field. Uh, I know basketball, the herd, and Southern Miss really like to get after each other, and it's a fun get-together. But I've really missed that football rivalry as well. I mean, outside of Western Kentucky, probably one of the teams that I look forward to the most is Southern Miss, both football and basketball. I don't know if the Southern Miss fans feel the same way, but it just seems like Marshall and Southern Miss are always a natural fit for each other. Well, I'm, I'm like you. I missed uh, I missed us playing Marshall in football this year. I think there's a lot of similarities between uh, Southern Miss and Marshall. The size of the schools, the you know, kind of the size of the cities, and uh, you know, just kind of that uh, that background, that history of being those teams that uh, love to go up against, particularly in football, uh, go up against uh, you know the big schools, the the the, the so-called uh, powers of college football. So. Yeah, I love it. I'm telling you before we went on the air. You know, Huntington's one of my uh, my favorite trips. I love I love Huntington. I, I love the people in Huntington. It's always been a lot of fun to come up there and uh, and engage with the people. I love the Henderson Center. I grew up in Ohio, so you know when I'm in the in the Henderson Center there in uh, in Huntington, it reminds me of uh, growing up those old you know kind of old Midwestern gymnasiums where people are there to get out of the cold and they love. You know, the game of uh, college basketball, college football, whatever it is. So I'm looking forward to it. Always one of my favorite trips. And uh, I know Coach D'Antoni's going to have the Thundering Herd ready for the Golden Eagles. But uh, it'll be a great atmosphere and a lot of fun on uh, on Thursday night. I just have bad news for you. It's kind of nasty weather-wise right now. It's not flooding or anything, but it's just that gray overcast. Uh, It's not Hattiesburg weather. It's not as nice, I'm sure. Yeah, well, no, I'll tell you, Hattiesburg today has been a lot like that. It's been drizzling rain all day, and I don't think we've seen the sun all day here in Hattiesburg. So uh, 
we've had a lot of that lately, and it's been cold. I think today's the first day in a while you could go outside uh, without a jacket on. It, it got up to about 60 today in, in Hattiesburg. But, uh, I, again, I grew up in the Midwest, man. I'm used to that kind of weather. I like that uh, kind of weather. So, uh, you know, that used to be the great thing growing up and watching the local high school team or going to watch the college games is, uh, you know, you could – get all bundled up, but when you got in that gymnasium to, to watch a college team play, uh, it was as hot as it could be and uh, ready to go. So it'll be that way, I'm sure, in the Henderson Center on Thursday night. John Cox is with us, longtime voice of Southern Miss, and that means you have seen a lot of Southern Miss teams. How do you feel about this team, where they are at right now, and where they're heading? Because uh, I'm not used to a Southern Miss team being, well, I'm usually used to seeing them or looking up, seeing them in the standings, not three and seven. And I know they're trying to really, with this program, put it back to where it's a contender every year. Where do you see this program now, and are they close to that goal? Well, I don't know if I, I don't, I don't know where they would be. You know, Jay Ladner is going to do a good job, as I was saying earlier, but he also inherited a situation last year's team that. Uh, you know, played very, very well with Doc Sadler at the controls. They lost uh, four starters off of that uh, ball club uh, from a year ago. Tyree Griffin and uh, Cortez Edwards and Kevin Holland and Dominic McGee, four guys that wound up playing a great deal of basketball for the Golden Eagles. So when, when Jay Ladner walked in the door, there, there really weren't uh, a lot of starters left other than Leonard Harper Baker probably from from a year ago, and then the few guys that were backup guys had never been in a starting role, and so it was uh, it was tough for them. Uh, all of a sudden, their starter is quite different from being a guy coming off the bench to a guy who's being counted on to, to be a starter. But I think I think Jay Ladner's plan is to build it slowly but surely, build it the right way. Uh, you know, no quick fixes. Try to do it the right way with uh, recruiting uh, good players and you know, kind of the core of Golden Eagle uh, basketball has been players. You draw that circle two or 300 miles around Hattiesburg and go find, you know, those best players in that area. And I think that's kind of what he's doing, but no quick fixes. I think uh, coach Ladner is uh, committed to being at Southern Miss and, you know, wants to do it the right way, build it from the ground floor up and uh, make it good for a long period of time instead of just a short period of time. Joining us on the program, John Cox, longtime voice of Southern Miss. And you mentioned that, that circle that you, you put around Hattiesburg. And, of course, you know when I think Hattiesburg, I think football season, baseball season, and football season again. So it's got to be really hard to get basketball right in the middle because, well, football and baseball seem to be the lifeblood of Hattiesburg. Well, I think, though, you know, Southern Miss has got, uh, you know, it's got a pretty uh, pretty good history in basketball over the years. In fact, I'm standing here looking at one of them right here, Clarence Weatherspoon, who is one of our assistant coaches. Clarence, uh, you know, was a guy who had a great four-year career at Southern Miss and about a 13- or 14-year career in the NBA. So uh, I think I think if people studied the history of Southern Miss basketball and they'd go back and look at a team that won the 87 NIT and has been a part of uh, several old Metro Conference championships and a couple even in Conference USA. I think it's a it's a history that uh, probably a lot of people uh, outside of Mississippi not might not know a lot about. But I think that's what Coach Ladner is trying to build on is trying to build on that uh, that history of great players and hard nosed players at at Southern Miss. And so I, I think uh, he's got some stuff to build on 
uh, drawing back on that great history of Southern Miss basketball. And I think that's uh, part of his plan to try to get Southern Miss back to where he wants it to be. John Cox, our guest, longtime voice of Southern Miss, and of course coming into Huntington for the Thursday-Saturday trip. After this, you've got Western Kentucky, and uh, boy, it doesn't get any easier than that. You know, Marshall, Western Kentucky, uh, that's a tough road trip for anybody. Well, that, I'm not sure there is a tougher road trip there. They're all tough, obviously, when you go on the road, but uh, to go play in the Henderson Center there on Thursday night against a Marshall ball club that you know is going to get up and down the floor and shoot it from uh, shoot it from everywhere and uh, then you have to take that bus trip over to Bowling Green and and then play a, a Western Kentucky team that's got uh, such a rich history in uh, basketball and so two two really tough stops on the road two uh, two tough stops for a relatively young Golden Eagle basketball team so uh, you know I'll sound like a coach I'm sure the plan is just take them one at a time go to go to Marshall on Thursday play as well as you can see what happens and then you know, go down the road to Western Kentucky. But a lot of basketball to go, you know, with the bonus games and these uh, last few games in the, in the regular season and then hopefully the conference tournament. So a lot of basketball to go. And I think Coach Ladner's uh, hope is his team uh, will get better and better here as the year goes along and uh, be a little closer to where he wants them to be when the, uh, when the season comes to an end. Well, John, you know, we are going to be excited to have you and play host to you and Southern Miss on Thursday. And, of course, then on Saturday we'll be actually rooting for Southern Miss. So, you know, it's it's going to be a good road trip for you, I hope. Well, I always love it. I, I, again, I love Huntington. I love uh, I love being at Marshall. I, I love, you know, we always stay there downtown, and I'll get up in the morning and, and go get a run in. I love to run around the campus and uh, see what's going on down there. And uh, I love to get a chance to see my good buddy, uh, Steve Cotton. There's nobody uh, better in the business than Steve Cotton, and uh, he and I have been friends for a long, long time. So just to get a chance to visit with him, and uh, I always enjoy visiting with Coach D'Antoni, too. He's, uh, he, I love to sit there and just pick his brain about the game of basketball. So a lot of great folks there, a lot of great fans. I'm looking forward to being in the Henderson Center on Thursday night, and uh, can't wait to get up early in the morning and head that way. Well, John, I hate that we couldn't have done this earlier in the year with football, but I'm glad we get to do it on basketball. So uh, good talking yeah, to you glad again. Yeah, do it. Yeah, and we'll do it again glad next year. I look forward to it. Thanks for having me on. Good luck. Thanks, sir. That's John Cox, voice of Southern Miss. He will be in town with the Eagles on Thursday. And of course, as I mentioned, glad to have him in Huntington. Of course, we'll be rooting for them on Saturday against Western Kentucky. Speaking of Dan D'Antoni, We've got his comments, Iron Bennett as well, from practice earlier this afternoon. So we'll hear from both of those guys when we continue on tonight's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Still to come, we're going to hear from Iron Bennett, get his thoughts on the upcoming week. Marshall taking on Southern Miss and Louisiana Tech. But I've got the head coach himself, Dan D'Antoni. Dan, of course, he's pretty even. Doesn't really get too high, get too low. And it wasn't that good of a week. But it was. It was okay. They got a split. They didn't go 0-2. That's a positive there. You saw Andy Taylor become freshman of the week. So you saw some improvement from him. And when we see Iron Bennett able to stay on the court and able to to get into his game, we see what kind of a force he can be on the court. But Dan, for the most part, he's pretty optimistic. He feels that, all right, the best basketball is yet to come. 
We still got some games. We're going to get in the tournament. We got to win this thing anyway. So let's not get down now because once we get in the tournament, everybody's got a shot at winning this, and that's how you get to go to the dance. You get to go to the dance by winning the tournament. So optimistic Dan D'Antoni, of course, and I had a chance to catch up with him earlier today as a practice continuing for the Thundering Herd this week. Uh, here's Dan D'Antoni, and um, to start this off, Keith Morehouse was there as well. So uh, Keith opened up with a question, and it was basically just to get him started about just being home after some good and not some good things on the road, just basically alluding to the fact that you won a game on the road, you lost a game on the road, you're now home, and you got a couple of teams coming in. And here's Dan D'Antoni responding to that and talking to us earlier this afternoon. Well, it was good. We got home safe both ways. But uh, played a good game of uh, FIU. Uh, they were undefeated at home. And uh, uh, we, we put together a good game. I kind of uh, dominated the inside against their big kid who's nation's lead shot blocker. And, uh, and he does that. And uh, Gorin came in and gave us good minutes too. So uh, kind of dominated the paint on them. And uh, we moved the ball, didn't have turnovers. I think we had eight. Shot the ball decent, not great, but decent, and uh, played overall good defensive ball game and came out with a good win. What, what's, is it just the youth thing that's hard to put back-to-back games together? I know it's a tough road trip and you know all those things that factor in, but what, what, how do you see it as the inconsistency part of it? The only thing I can think of is youth. You know, I, you know We prepare the same, mm-hmm. we look at the same. Most of it, if you watch, are turnovers and shooting. And they usually go hand in hand. We turn the ball over, we don't shoot too well. That's not a good combination. So, uh, you know, again, uh, a little different style of play than we've had over the last five years. A little bit slower, which means you have to be a little tougher with the ball. You got to be a little bit more precise because you don't have the quick actions that leave bigger openings for passes and gaps to throw the ball. Uh, Lobs, which we do a lot, they're quicker and they're easier to throw. So uh, a little different style. We just have to get master it, and uh, uh, we, by being a different style offensively, we're a lot better defensively. So you know, we just got to get to where uh, we make key mistakes at bad times, and it's uh, what young teams do. So I don't know. I, we're working. We're trying to see if we can maybe flip the combination a little bit for this next game by looking the two bigs together. Trying to get everything to where we know, okay, this is the best we can be time we head to Frisco. Because you uh, you got the kind of the different parts of the league. You got Southern Miss coming in down here and then Louisiana Tech's up at the top. So two different styles coming in this week, huh? Well, don't, don't sleep on Southern Miss. Yeah. They've won the last two or three, two out three, something like that. They beat a good Charlotte team. Uh, so you can't sleep on them. They, our whole league's like that, you know. Rice uh, beat North Texas. I thought North Texas might be the best team in the league, and Rice down at the very bottom. So this league is uh, pretty pretty balanced. So the game Thursday night is going to be good, and then we play La Tech. They're on top, obviously. They're good. So we just got to come out and put our games together. We do know that if we play our game, that we can beat anybody. How about Andy, what he's done this week? Uh, obviously, he looked like a, a kind of a, his old self there uh, when he when he started shooting it well against both schools down there. Well, Andy, again, when the first game he had 27, and 
I think he went through a period of, okay, do I play that prominent a role? Do I, am I a distributor? Did I shoot the ball too many times? And, and young guys, they, they kind of internalize it. And then we were out here after about three not so good games. He goes, you want me, how do you want me to play? I go, I want you to score. That's what you are. And you got to just take whatever the defense got. Don't be afraid to pull it. And then, then when you pass, it'll be easier. You'll be, it'll be easier to drive because they'll have to come out and guard you different. And uh, I think you'll find the game a lot easier. And, uh, you know, the last couple of ball games seem like that's what he wants to do. And in his mind, he's probably thinking, I'm a freshman. Am I supposed to do this? Or are the other guys going to be all right with it? Is, it? is that the whole process that you go through with the freshman? Yeah, because he had two returning guards, two starting guards. And obviously, if he's getting 25 points, you're playing a prominent part. Is he stealing away from the older guys? You know, when you got good young men, and we do, that they they think about things like that. Now, when I played, I wouldn't have thought a thing about it. But 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 they do. They're a lot nicer guys than I was. But uh, uh, you know, they're they're doing the best they can. And uh, again, they play hard. They give you a good show, and we're we're close. And I know people might be tired of hearing that or whatever. But you can't change birthdays. They are what they are. We've always had, uh, going back to John, say John's first year, he had Ryan Taylor, Loop, and Stevie Browning, mm -hmm. all five-year guys, you know. Then when uh, they left, then John, CJ, and Rondell were all five-year guys. This year, the, Jared, and he's a true junior. Mm -hmm. He's a three-year guy. And everybody else is below that, that, uh, that are playing as a starter, so. Uh, no, it is what it is. We're just going to have to fight through it and do the best we can. And I still think we're going to have a good chance when we hit Frisco. You got pod play here a couple weeks. Uh, any urgency on this team to try to get yourself in that best position standing-wise, or you just guys just like, okay, let's go, doesn't matter? Yeah, I don't think there's any urgency. Now, there's good possibilities. We win these two home games, split on the road, there's a good chance we get in the top five because that's how – tight the conference is, win all four of them, we probably would be. And you know, if we did win all four of them, which we could win these two at home, get on the road and win two, the, the teams that we're playing aren't as uh, elevated in the conference. Uh, I think they both have the same record we have. And if we did win those two, then we have the same record as we had last year. So, uh, you know, there's, don't give up. I, I, I said this one about two years ago before we went to the uh, NCAA. Now, you jump off the bandwagon, don't worry, I'll let you back on. Just come on. Come on. If we start winning, I don't I don't turn anybody down. We need everybody, and that's that's what makes this program viable. We little short times at times with the arenas and the practice facilities. Uh, we're not in a metropolitan, a real growing metropolitan area. But one thing we have, we have good people who support this program better than anybody's in this league. So we need them to keep coming. Daniel Tony needs you to keep coming. Come support the program. Marshall taking on Southern Miss and then Louisiana Tech this weekend. If you can't show up, don't worry. We got you covered right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. So what'd you take away from that? He's even kill. It's a straight line. You look at his hand, it's steady as can be. Not too high, not too low. Knows that if you win a few games, next thing you know, you could be in pod two, pod one. 
you're in pod three, still some good basketball to be played. Get into the tournament. Don't forget, if you jump off the bandwagon, as soon as Hurd's doing well again, he'll let you back on. It's straight, even kill. And I know he's talking about youth, and I'm sure he's sick and tired of saying, look, we're a young team. We're a young team. And eventually, he's going to have the team and the numbers where they're not young. They're not freshmen, sophomore. And he's going to have some some senior leadership. He's going to have that older leadership that he is looking for. And it's not going to be all bunched towards the the young side of things. And that's sort of what I'm getting from him. But, of course, big crowd hopefully this week will help the herd. Marshall needing a big crowd, taking on Southern Miss and Louisiana Tech. And I hope so. I hope there is a good crowd for the Thundering Herd. I mean, they're not out of this thing yet. And I know I sound positive, but it's just a fact. They're not out of this yet because they've got four games to go until they're locked into their pod, one, two, or three. I don't know if this team can get into pod one. I'm just going to be honest with you, not saying I'm rooting against them. I'm just going to be quite candid with you. I don't know. It's it's a good group on the top. But pod two is a serious reality. And if Marshall can get into pod two, Marshall could probably go through the second pod, get a good seed. Won't be a top seed, but it'll be good. And then go from there. But if you end up in pod three, the best you can do is 11th. You don't want that. You don't want to be in pod three. Pod three is you're struggling to get into the conference tournament. And pod three benefits a Southern Miss more than it benefits Marshall. Because Southern Miss could probably win. If Marshall's not in pod three, Southern Miss is in pod three, they could probably win pod three. But don't sleep on Rice. Don't sleep on Middle. And Marshall would like to be out of pot three, and you don't have to sleep on them. You just know that they're going to be a team competing for a better playoff spot in the postseason tournament, and that's coming up here in a few weeks. So I'll tell you this. It should be interesting this week. We'll have a good idea. Marshall comes out, does well against Southern Miss, and then Louisiana Tech, one of the best teams in the league, and Marshall can win that game and get both games at the Henderson Center. All right, we're talking now. Here we go. Marshall might be ramping up for a run. We'll see. It all starts Thursday night. Iron Bennett had a chance to catch up with him, and we're going to hear from him when we continue. Plus, we'll get your phone calls in. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We've had some fun today. Thanks for tuning in to tonight's edition of The Drive on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. Just in a moment, we're going to hear from Iron Bennett as promised. Marshall getting set for conference play once again at the Henderson Center. Southern Miss on Thursday. Louisiana Tech on Saturday. And don't forget, if you can't go to those games, you got it right here. Lock it in on your radio, ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. And, of course, don't forget... We can't stream, so you can go to our website, wrvc.com. So I'll give you the setup to this. Because usually I talk to Tavion, I go talk to Jared. I mean, they're good guys to talk to. So I'm trying to get out of the box today. So I went to talk to Andy. If you missed that earlier, you can catch it on the podcast when we post it. And I've got Bennett. 
You've got Iron Bennett. And I just looked at him, and he's always fun to talk to, willing to talk to you. I just looked at him and said, look, I, I can't be talking to Tavion all the time, man. i gotta come, I got to have you on the show today. So uh, he came over and talked to me, and uh, we got into a few things. Um, I guess the big thing with him is, and he answers it pretty well. I was asking him in this conversation, it's just frustrating. I mean, they're doubling up on you. They're going to you. I mean, the good news is you're a big option for the herd, so they're going to focus on you. The bad news is you're a big option for the herd, so they're going to focus on you. And he answered that pretty pretty well when you hear this in a minute. So I'm not going to delay this any further. I've got Iron Bennett talking to him, getting ready for this big week. I mean, must-win week, right, between Marshall and Southern Miss and then Marshall and Louisiana Tech. Here's Iron Bennett, conversation I had with him earlier this afternoon. Big week coming up at home, Southern Miss, Louisiana Tech. How important is these next couple of games? Um, very, very important, I think so, because, I mean, we, we're going to start and get into pool play also, and that's going to determine, like, what seed we're going to be and, like, who we're going to play and stuff. So I think it's very important. We should try to, you know, end off strong especially get these two home wins, especially because we're at home. I mean, like, get these two wins. La Tech, I think La Tech is going to be kind of a tough game, but, like, Southern Miss, we come out do what we got to do. We should beat them, but La Tech is really going to be, I guess, the focus game for this week, really, I think. How frustrating is it for you knowing that, on one hand, you're the focus of, of a lot of teams' defense. On the other hand, you're the focus of a lot of teams' defense, and it's making it hard for you out there. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it, it's not frustrating because, I mean, when, when they double-team me and stuff, like, I mean, somebody's open. It's just, just a matter of me, like, finding the person or getting this to somebody and them giving, like, the extra pass or whatever. So, I mean, it's not, it's not too bad. I just, I just hate, like, when refs just don't let me play or they just try to control the game. That's that's what I really don't like. I mean, but other than that, I mean, I, I know I'm going to be the focus because, I mean, like, I can score. Like, I'm, I demand a double team, I say. I guess you could say. What do you get, What are you guys working on to, just to make it easier out there, knowing that, okay, you're going to be a focus, they're going to they're gonna come to you, they're going to double up on you, and, um, you know, you got to find open guys, but sometimes guys have got to be open and make – make themselves known that they're hey here I am yeah we um well in practice and stuff we focus we focus a lot we work a lot on me just passing out of double teams me getting double teams as soon as I get the ball um just um what positions and places I'm supposed to be if somebody else is getting double team or a right position for me to like make it easy for me to just like go up and not have to do like an extra move stuff like that we work we work on a lot of stuff but like I said it's, it's just hard it's hard to play like when you're playing against like the refs too it's just hard to be out there because I get called for so many little stuff and it's crazy Iron Bennett's with us and you mentioned the refs I know you can't criticize the refs but it just it feels like it's not consistent out there yeah yeah it's it, it's not like like FIU game like the calling was the the calling was, was decent. Like, it was, like, fair, like, each way. And then we go to FAU. I mean, really can't do nothing about it. I mean, like you said, it's the refs. Like, but, I mean, it, it is what it is. We just keep playing, try to get better, and just try to, I don't know, get in better situations or 
prevent the rest from controlling the game or determining the, game, the outcome of the game. Also, um, you guys get the split on the road this weekend. You know, not the way you want it to, it to go, but you know, one good thing did come out of it uh, other than, you know, again, you got the split. But you know, Andy Taylor, you've, you've been watching him and how he's progressed over these last few weeks and, and with this team, and he gets named freshman of the week again. Um, how excited do you guys get for a, a guy like that when he gets an award? I'm, the, I'm, uh, I'm very excited for Andrew because, like, um, when he first when he first started playing, like he was doing good or whatever, and I guess like three or four games after that, like he, he was like in a little slump or whatever. And I talked to him. I was like, I, I was like, yo, like, bro, like you can hoop, like just just play, like just shoot. Like, ain't nobody gonna get mad at you. Like coach ain't gonna get mad at you. Like we don't care, bro. Like we're a team. I'm like, but I'm I'm very excited for him to get that award. Like he he very well deserves it for sure. And he had a great game, great game Saturday. Like he was, he was playing, he was playing Saturday, sure. You guys, as a team, you get get fired up uh, trying to get, make sure that another guy and another guy, uh, yeah, gets recognized by the league. Uh, I mean, like, I mean, you like, like, yeah, like we we want to like to get those awards and stuff. We want like our like our teammates or whatever. I say. Our teammates don't want those to receive those awards, but I mean, it is what it is. Like, really, we just we just be trying to play, win games. Like, I mean, me, like, I don't really be thinking about no awards. I just want to win. Like, I don't really care about no awards. If I get one, great. But if I don't, oh well. Like, it is what it is. It's a good attitude to have. He's not thinking about awards. He just wants to win. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm thinking about awards, and I'm thinking about winning at the same time. So, different thing, though. Team sport, you got to think about the win first, and that's Iron Bennett from earlier this afternoon. And don't forget Marshall Southern Miss coming up this week. We'll have it for you right here at ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. That was something I was really curious about. How excited do you guys get? One of your guys gets an award. Andy Taylor gets freshman of the weekend. He feels like he's been putting the work in. He wants to get the win. He really wants the team win. But this is cool, too, because it's some sort of validation. And really, that's what it is. It's just validation that you, you've been working. It doesn't mean as much as a team win, but if someone says, hey, you're the freshman of the week, you did a pretty good job, it's nice to have, it's validation, and all of a sudden you're thinking, okay, i got to do this again. I mean, it's motivation. It really is. Same with the win. You win, like, okay, hey, we won. we got to do this again. Why can't we win two? Okay, why can't we win three? And it's sort of it's sort of contagious, just a little bit. All right, coming up on the show tomorrow, it's going to be our Wednesday edition, and uh, we're going to hear from Doc Holliday tomorrow. That's right, Doc Holliday time tomorrow. We're going to find out what the head man has to say about all the things going on with herd football. So that is coming up on the program tomorrow. So we're going to focus a lot of our time talking herd football and, of course, We will also get your phone calls in as time permits tomorrow on the show. So I'm looking forward to having that coming up on tomorrow's edition of the program right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Also, just a a quick note for Thundering Herd football. Luke Day returns as the Thundering Herd's head strength and conditioning coach. And uh, Marshall also adding Jordan Hankins as football safeties coach. 
Uh, here's what uh, Doc said in the press release earlier this afternoon. We're happy to have Luke back and welcome Jordan to our staff. Both have proven to be successful in their respective fields, and we're excited for them to be part of the Marshall football family moving forward. And, of course, we're going to find out more about what he thinks about the hires, also about what's happening with the program that's coming up again tomorrow right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. And if you missed any part of today's program, don't forget, podcast. That's right. Get it on the podcast. If you can't listen to the show live every single day, you can get it on the podcast. And wherever you get your podcast is where you want to go. That's Apple Podcasts. That's Spotify. That's Stitcher. That is Google Play. Wherever you get your podcast is where you find the show. And, of course, if you can't find it on your podcast provider, tell me about it. I'll get it there for you. Don't worry. Make it happen for you. So that's what's coming up tomorrow. Exciting show tomorrow, right? Really, I'll uh, get to talk football. I mean, it's not football season, but it is because it's football after season. And really, it is football season because the XFL is a thing. And I don't know how much we're going to get into the XFL. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to take it in for a week or so, see what it feels like, see what it looks like, and then give it another week. I'm thinking I'm going to give it three weeks. To be fair, I'm going to give it three weeks. I don't have a team. So that's going to be a difficulty for me because really I'm not attached to any team. So that's number one. If I was in one of those areas where they have a team, all right, maybe I could be attached to this and see where it goes. But let's see. Let's give it a chance. I'm going to give it three weeks. And if I'm not hooked in three weeks, I tried. And that's going to do it for this edition of the show. I want to thank John Cox, the voice of the Southern Miss Golden Eagles, for being on the program. We appreciate him for joining us. Back tomorrow, we'll do it all over again. We'll talk football with you tomorrow on the program here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.